Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus. What up with you? It's In the Bonus with your boy Doug Gottlieb. Ramos, he's here. Jay Stu. He's here. You, you're here. I love this uh, podcast thing. I didn't know how to feel early on. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just used to doing three hours of radio. Plug and play. I know exactly when I'm doing, what I'm doing, and how I'm doing. And like, yeah, but you can do whatever you want. Great. I can? Yes, good. All right, here's the thing. You people are fucking crazy. Okay? <laughs> you people have lost your fucking mind. <sighs> Let me explain why. Okay. End of the first half. Obviously, there was a controversial penalty or two called or not called in the game. This is what happened. Okay, I'm watching Monday Night Football and first of all, like, can we can we at least admit for a second ESPN has fixed it? Right? We don't work for ESPN. I used to work for ESPN. Okay? So I have there's no reason for I'm not sucking up to anybody. I'm not hoping for a job. Let's just be honest. ESPN has fixed it. 
Did they have the Manning cast last night? They did, they did. I honestly, I didn't know because I didn't look because the game broadcast was really, really good, right? Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are good at what they do. And oh yeah, by the way, to all of those who have hated on Joe Buck calling baseball games for years, you're out of your fucking mind too. Hey, okay? sorry, like that's just the truth. The truth is, like, and I don't know the guy. We're not friends. <laughs> Uh, and there, there's some weird stuff, like afterwards he was on with Scott Van Pelt, like, I'm 6'1", and I have to wear lifts to stand next to Troy. I understand it was a bigger part of a discussion. Like, there's some quirky things about Joe. He's amazing at calling a game. That's a big-time game broadcast. Last night was a big-time football game. And what's interesting is the Raiders have only won one game. Yet, uh, divisional rivalry, Kansas City fans are generally, like, college-like, right? Like, they're into it, they're yelling, they're cheering. But... Let's paint the full context of what the Devontae Adams thing. Okay? And I am not Mr. And Jay Stu can account for this. I'm not Mr. Player Defender Guy. Anytime a player does something, they're right and everybody else is wrong. What you get when you hear my show or now my podcast or wherever you are is what I honestly think. I don't carry any biases or baggage or whatever. I don't care. I I don't. I don't care enough to care what you think or somebody who's an executive thinks. It's helped me. It's hurt me. doesn't matter. So here's the real thing. Those are, in fact, human beings inside this helmet. So you're Devontae Adams. End of the first half. Raiders are walking off the field. And fans are throwing shit at him. Did you guys see that? Okay. So throwing something. So... The last two plays of the game for the Raiders on third down, they run a they run a little like um, uh, they kind of faked out in the flats and threw they 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 caught the young cornerback looking in the backfield. That great play for them to have in their back pocket. The problem was that, and again, this wasn't criticized on TV, but it should have been, which is Derek Carr. He threw the ball too close to too close to the sideline. In that particular case, Devontae Adams is wide ass open. He's got to catch the ball in bounds. Now he didn't secure it on the first. You know, it was still kind of moving. I mean, the, the crazy thing about replay is like, kind of here we go again. I know he didn't. He got his right foot down, but then the ball moved. Then he got his left foot down, and he didn't. But did anybody not think he caught that football? This is dumb. Anyway, by rule, it wasn't a catch. So Devontae Adams said they're going like, wait, I caught the ball's first down in field goal range, and now, and the guy, and the kicker, what, last 14 row he's made? And then on fourth down, because the Chiefs are allowed to get away with whatever they want to get away with in terms of defensive holding. Like, do you think, Devontae, have you ever seen two wide receivers and two good ones run into each other at that point in time? No. And if you watch the replay, and I thought this was a part that ESPN did not do a great job of, is the only replay they show was the very end where they collided into each other. Why was Devontae Adams diverted off of his route so greatly? Why do you think that is? Well, because after five yards, contact was still being made, and they just released him beforehand. And it's one of the reasons Hunter Renfro struggles when he's not against zones or, you know, when he's, when he's at, well, because you can push him off his route because he's so slightly built. But even he, that was... Illegal use of hands. But ESPN didn't show. It's fine. But again, remember you're Devontae Adams. You're in any conversation of the best wide receiver on the planet. And you don't secure a ball on third down. And he's not. he didn't blame Derek Carr. Like, hey man, throw it in bounds and I catch it. But he should have caught it. He should have secured it. It should have been a first down. And then on fourth down, they run into each other. 
Then the game's over. Cascade of booze. You're pissed off, right? You're hot as can be. Because the truth is, Devontae Adams, that was cover zero. If Hunter Renfro doesn't run into him, it's a touchdown. Touchdown. There's nobody back there. He has one-on-one against Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is like, I'm going to eat right now. Throw me the ball, Derek. Just throw it up. I'll go get it. Which is what he did. He just chucked it up, and he would have run under it and caught it. Would have been perfect. But his teammate ran into him because they were both contact with. And I don't, I, I know by letter of the law that it was, it was pass interference or illegal contact. I don't know spirit of law in terms of how many yards past five yards they actually let it go. That part I don't know. But he's walking off the same field in the same area that they were throwing shit at him earlier in the game. And if you watch the point of view that I tweeted out, where it's behind Devontae, some microphone guy comes and hops out of nowhere and runs into Devontae. The first replay that everyone's seen, it looks like Devontae Adams is pushing a dude and walking in the locker room very cold-blooded. When you look from that angle, guy hops out of nowhere and kind of a reactive push, and then somebody grabs him and they usher him into the locker room. Some other Raider exec, some other regular coach is checking on the guy. So here's what we, what's supposed to happen in asshole fans' mind who is looking for somebody to be the bad guy in every situation. Divine Day Adams is supposed to end a very emotional game where they thought they got in on the two-yard conversion, two-point conversion. He thought he was in bounds on the catch on third down. I'm sure he thought he was interfered with on fourth down. He's now one and four on the season. They lose to the Chiefs. You're pissed off. Dudes are yelling crazy shit at you all game long. And out of nowhere, when you're walking off the field, some dude just runs into you. And you're supposed to go like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you okay? When here's a rule in, in sports. And everyone who's commented on this, like this, has never played high-level sports. And this is not a I played, you hadn't. This is a you don't even have to play. Just be a part of an organization or a team that plays in that sort of environment. You know what you tell your kids if you're coaching them in high school when there's that sort of environment, they're walking off the court or they're shaking hands? What do you tell them? Put your head down, don't say shit, shake hands, get off the court, right? That's what you're told in high school. That's what you're told in college. That's what you're told as a pro. Don't say nothing to nobody, just get off the field. Nothing good happens, right? What happened with Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray goes over in Las Vegas to be congratulated by the one Cardinal fan who knew there was one that traveled to Vegas. Anyway, and some other guy pops him in the head trying to hug him, and there's a little bit of a kerfuffle for a bit, and Kyler actually goes on first and criticizes the dude, then walks it back and realizes the guy wasn't trying to hit him. You don't go over to the crowd. You just put your helmet on, and you walk through whatever thing, and you keep moving. And you got people like want him to be suspended or calling him. Like, does Devontae Adams have any baggage of being a bad guy? Has there ever been one incident where you're like, man, Devontae Adams is probably a bad guy? Even the way he left Green Bay. Like, he was just very honest about it. Like, Derek's my boy. I always want to be a Raider. And they would, and I, I didn't actually even take top dollars. This is what I wanted for my life. Loved Aaron. Loved the Packers. Love it all. Nothing wrong with it. There's been zero negative. But this is what fucking pisses me off. We live in a society where guys see something and they clip it and they go like, oh, look at this. Suspend him. Like, Why? Shit happens. People run into each other. 
You may not act as gracious as you wanted to act because you're carrying in the baggage of everything that took place on a professional football game that was played at a playoff level of intensity. Why can't we just go like, yeah, he, and when he got to his locker, the first thing he did was grab his phone and tweet out an apology. The first thing he said when he, when he was asked after the locker room about third down and fourth down, was like, hey, man, I want to start with saying, I'm, I don't know who that guy was. Sorry, I didn't mean to run into you. He just popped out of nowhere, which is exactly what happened. Like, what is the matter with people? So, again, this is a break between me and half of society. Okay? Me and half of society. I am somebody that believes in the good of people. And most of society, or at least half of us, believes in the bad of people. And politicians play up on it. Uh, Broadcasters play up on it. News readers play up on it. And conspiracy theorists play up on it. Right? Think about it. Like, you just assume somebody has bad intent. And look, if you're a player, players have done it too, where they assume somebody who, you know, comes at them has bad intent, because part of it is, what are they supposed to do? You know? But we assume dudes have bad intentions. Just look at it and go like, yeah, I can see that happen. That's bad. Look, it's one of those first glance look bad, and then you watch it like, oh, it's not that bad. I just, I don't like it. I don't like how we as a society, you know, and we push players to an area where we make the, it's like, here's one. And um, Ramos, you're married, Jay Stu in a long-term relationship, right? You come home and you get asked a couple questions. And if your wife, significant other, whatever says like, why are you so defensive? That's a, it's an impossible place to be. I'm not defensive. Oh, you're being defensive about being defensive. Like, no, no, I'm really not defensive. Yes, like we put players in that sort of space to where, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. I'm bothered by it. Um, Jay Stu, go. What do you think? You know, my initial reaction last night when, um, in in that one video, I think, that Schefter had sent out was the one that we all kind of went on. Right. And then the one that you sent out later does does show a different angle, and you kind of, I've kind of given on this, but one thing I won't give on is the opinion that I have that um, in the in the heat of the battle and passion and everything, anything, anything goes. I'm not going to give athletes a pass because they care less or care more about a win or a loss. You know, it keeping your poise is part of the paycheck. It's part of being a professional. Um, if he really thought it was a fan who got in his way and his first instinct was to push, I, I kind of get it. But the only thing that I'll that I'll say to your point is, look, if he was apologetic and he was when he got back to the locker room and it wasn't because he was told to apologize – then you would think that the guy would have at least looked twice back at the guy he just pushed to the ground yeah. or said, sorry, are you okay? So it's like, so, so look, I'm, I don't I'm, know if I'm, I give I'm, him a pass I'm, for that. Here's what I want you to do, okay? Yeah. I have the video up real quick, and I'm watching it. Okay, so it's kind of not like he's walking, he's kind of got his head down, he's looking ahead, yep. and the guy bumps into him, and then he gives him a two-inch shove, which is kind of a, a reaction. You don't, in that split second, you don't know who he is or what his intentions are, and you just keep walking. And there's a Raider guy there helping the dude up. Yes, I, I would agree. Like, that's reasonable. Like, somebody runs into you, you push him, and like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, 
It was, and he didn't just run into him. I mean, it was a blatant push. No, watch, watch it again. Okay, watch. The guy bumps into him, and then he pushes him away from him. Okay, and what I think this is this is this is the problem with even when you slow it down in slow motion is like, well, he pushed him. And we make fun of LeBron all the time for when he gets hit in slow motion. There's a split second before he reacts, and there's the sense that when you get hit and there's slow mo and there's a space between when you actually react to it that you're faking it, right? Here's the thing: nobody reacts in in, in real time. Like in slow motion, everybody takes a second to uh, to uh, to react. There's always like that split second of it's just you're watching it in super slow motion. In this case. You, you catch the shove, watch it again, and what happens is guy runs into him. Like, he's not clearly not looking at the dude. And he stops, and somebody grabs him from behind, and I don't know who that guy is, but that guy probably like, keep walking, I got it. I don't know who this guy is. You don't know who this guy is. I'm actually going to go full Devontae here, and, and I'm not a Raider fan. Everybody knows I can't stand the Raiders. But... In this case, I put no blame on Devontae Adams. But Zero. in general, and th- it's kind of a separate point, but it, it this is a part of it. So remember a couple weeks back when, um, uh, who was it, uh, Brent Jones went on a, a, a radio show and said, I'm just not seeing any emotion out of Jimmy G. I need to see more passion. Looks like he's going through the motions. And I always think that that, to me, is unfair. Like how somebody reacts in the heat of the battle, on the playing field. Everyone has their own disposition. Everyone has their own poise or lack of poise. And to just do an eye test on somebody and say he cares more, I think that's just, to me, that's just false. So last night, I think there was that sentiment. And even after the Draymond Green thing happened last week, there was that sentiment before the video came out that he's so passionate and he's just, you know, he cares so much that he 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 does these things. I'm just not going to let these guys off the hook for d- doing things passionately and not having poise because they love winning or hate losing. I, 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 agree, I agree with you in general. I would say that this does not appear to be a lack of poise. He was not running in, swinging his helmet, motherfucking everybody. You know, as as he ran in, he's walking in. He's got you know, he's catching his breath. He's probably quietly pissed. And he's walking, and some dude bumps into him, and a raider, a guy gets him behind, and probably says like, "Keep walking, I got it." That's what happens. Like we just we lose any sort of reason reasonable um, assessment of situations, right? It's like when we do the the the, the player yelling at a coach on the sideline, uh, Quinn and Williams. Like, I hate to break it to you, but dudes yell at each other all the time. Do you want it to happen less when the cameras are on you? Sure. Sometimes that stuff is good, right? Some, sometimes it's, it's, it's a really, really good thing, you know, that you're even fiery towards your coach or your coach gets up in, gets up in you. You know, it, it, context matters. Every player handles things differently, is coached differently, reacts to things differently. I don't know. In this particular case, like, I just don't even... Like, that is so far afield from anything important on what happened last night. So let's get to what was important that happened last night. Raiders went for uh, went for two to get the lead. Didn't work. Still had the ball back. Uh, I want to get to that in a second. 
But I'll, I'll 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 leave the game conversation before we get to the going for two thing with this. I actually think the Raiders are pretty good. I do think they're coming together. I don't know if it'll happen in time for them to make the playoffs. Exactly what I said my fear of this team was is my fear is that there's just too many new pieces, too many new guys, new schemes and whatever. That shit is really, really hard to get going. You know, um, it just is. And yes, they've lost how many close games now? I mean, the Cardinal game, they absolutely should have won. And though they uh, trailed late, they were up 17 nothing. Like, that's a game I'm sure on the plane ride home last night, they were like, man, we should have beat the Chiefs. So that's two of their losses. You know, I would say, I, I think the Raiders are way better than their record. Way better. And I don't think the Chiefs are as good as their record. And you may say, like, well, when you do your poll, you're going to have them high. I am, because at the end of the day, the Chiefs, they do the rabbit out of the hat better than anybody in the NFL. But I do think eventually that catches up to you. And I think eventually these teams, these Raiders of the world, these teams that are, the process is good, the result will eventually follow as well. I don't like, as Josh McDaniels is like, dude, Josh McDaniels did, done, did a pretty good job last night. Um, and... You know, like the call on fourth down. Call on fourth down. I That was obviously an adjustment and audible by Derek Carr. I don't love a guy just throwing it up long, but you were going to throw it up long to arguably the best wide receiver in the sport, going against a defensive back that he's better than. He just got bumped off his route and then bumped into his, his teammate. Um, so, I don't hate it. Right? I mean, how often had you watched your favorite team play and when they needed it on fourth down, they either didn't go for it, or if they did go for it, they used their best player as a decoy. Or they just ran it in the line. Now, you could have run the ball with Josh Jacobs. They ran the ball so well. But but they didn't. Um, but they used, a, they used something that they had had in their back pocket on third down, and it worked. The throw was a little wide, and he just didn't catch the ball because he had a guy probably at his knees. And then on fourth down, they, they went to their best player. So, I don't know what you want to do. And and they did it without Darren Waller, who got hurt, what, six plays into the game? And you're like, man, they weren't that great in the red zone. Well, you take away somebody's tight end, <laughs> how valuable is a tight end in the red zone? I give you Travis Kelsey getting four touchdown catches. So, I, I'm, I'm, I understand the Chiefs, and I think Mahomes is amazing with these escapes. But I do have that fear. Like, that's twice at home that... They couldn't score when they needed to, being the Chiefs. And I'm not convinced they were the better team on the field. They found a way to win, but I don't know if that makes them the better team. And the two opponents who they beat are both divisional opponents. My guess is that they're going to come on strong for them when they play them at their place. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, let's get to our list of the day, shall we? Number 10. All right, uh, in our top 10 teams in the National Football League, I'm going to say number 10 is the Minnesota Vikings. They're loaded in terms of skill position players. And look, Kirk Cousins is the classic. He's really, really good. We know what he's not great at. We know he can get rattled. Night games, standalone games, primetime games. There's some exposure there. But he's a damn good quarterback. Solid middle of the road. And he's got two running backs that are good. He's got spectacular talent at wide receiver. And their defense isn't bad. Vikings at 10. Number nine. I'm going to put the Chargers on the list there, Jay Stu. Are you okay with it? I mean, look, um, I know the world is either split or against Brandon Staley and why he went for why he went for it at their own 46. And they got very fortunate 
uh, that the Browns missed a field goal. But it's a good football team. And I think the offense is going to be fine, even without their star tight end. The defense won't get Joey Bosa back until, I think, December. So we'll find out this month if they're real, if Brandon Staley knows what he's doing. But it's not for lack of talent. Granted, not having Bosa really affects them. But they got enough on that roster to be a playoff team. And I think they're a good playoff team with an outstanding quarterback. Um, And they've been playing without Keenan Allen, who's coming back. I think the Chargers are solid at number nine. Number eight. The New York football Giants. You're like, what? Hold on a second, okay? So we all think of Tennessee as Tennessee's that team that lost to the Washington Commanders. But that was week one of the season. Tennessee's recovered. They're now three and two on the year. Do you know who their other loss was to? That's right. The New York football Giants. That was actually week one. The Giants beat them week one in a comeback. The Giants also played the Cowboys close. Um, and they just beat the Packers, who I think are better than them. But on a neutral field, the, the Giants are better. Like, the Giants have a really good defense. They can run the football. And Daniel Jones is fine. He's athletic. He can make some plays. Like, they're all right. I don't know if they're really the eighth best team in the NFL, but they're playing like it right now. So we'll reward them as such. Number seven. The Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Ravens have led every game they've uh, they've played. Unfortunately, they've given up those leads twice. And the offense can go stagnant there in the fourth quarter. But it's a good football team. Lamar can just make plays. Just makes plays. Uh, hard to stop their running style. They come at you quick. They get a lead. And they hold on for dear life. Ravens are good. They're, and, and obviously, they get the best kicker in the game. He's won them two games already. Number six. I'm going to stick with Tampa at number six. You're like, really? Yeah, really. I'm going to stick with Tampa. I'm, I'm okay with with Tampa. They're three and two on the year. Uh, their two losses are to two teams that I have ranked ahead of them. Granted, both those losses are at home. Remember, they beat the Cowboys. I'll give it to you first week of the season. I don't see them having any problem with the Steelers this week, Panthers next week. Then they get the Ravens and Rams at home. So we'll see in terms of the top of the league by then. But yeah, I, I, like, the, I like the Buccaneers still. Number five. I like the Packers still. You know? And I understand they lost to the 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 the, the Giants. I get it. Um, and they lost to the Vikings, who I have ranked below them. I still think they're a damn good football team. Number four, Cowboys. Um, Cowboys defense. They have Micah Parsons. No one else does. He's incredible. Their overall defense is really good, and their offense. They got some good pieces, and I I think it kind of all works together. And and honestly, once you get past three. There's a lot of similarities. Everybody's got some flaws. Everybody's got some successes. But the Cowboys, at this record with their backup quarterback, is nothing short of impressive. Number three. Eagles, not convinced they're as good as their record. Probably should have lost this past weekend. Jalen Hurts didn't play well, but here they are undefeated. Last undefeated team. They deserve to be in the top three. Number two. Chiefs. I I told you, though, I thought the Raiders had outplayed them. The Chargers definitely outplayed them, yet they won. They find a way. Uh, empirically, are they better than others? Not sure, but they keep winning, even these close ones, and they find a way to come back. Number one. Bills. I don't know. Bills are the best team. Bills are the best team, and it feels like they'll add a piece, too. There's your there's your uh, list of the day. All right, let's get to what the Fox said. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Dan Patrick had this exchange with Eli Manning about the roughing the passer calls. It's hard, hard on the defense, hard on the refs. 
on some of these calls. Um, and, you know, you can go super slow mo and see, hey, that he didn't really drive into him, or can you toss him? Can you swing him? I, you know, it, it's very judgmental, and, and, and I think it's hard to hard to officiate. Okay, would you be in favor of replay? Um, I think you can. I, I think I'd be in favor of replay to see whether, hey, that was that was truly a. Um, uh, you know, a foul, uh, just because it's such a big play. A lot, I mean, you got to think of it, a lot of it times it's, it's third down and, you know, it's whether, you know, it's like a turnover, basically it's whether, Hey, you're getting the ball back or 15 yards first down. I mean, that, that's a huge play. You get someone an extra 15 yards in a first down. I think, you know, the chances of, of, of points being scored is going to go way up after that. And so um, I'd be okay with replay just because it, it, it becomes such a huge play. But do you th- is there preferential treatment that we see this with the NBA? We see this with baseball, sometimes with pitchers uh, or batters. Is there preferential treatment when it comes to calls in the NFL? Well, I mean, I think, um, I mean, I think of it this way of like, you know, I mean, Brady, he's just, he's 44. He's not 22. It's like, an, you know, he's an old man out there. You're kind of like, oh, that's going to hurt him. He looks a little frail. You know, it's not like Josh <laughs> Allen, who's like 250 pounds. And, th- you know, it's like, you can't toss him around. You can't move him that much. And so, you know, maybe with the you know, a smaller guy, it looks like it's a much bigger hit and therefore they can call call a grounding but um you know i think it's like hey we got to take care of this guy he's been been around we don't want him to get hurt so i i don't think there is like on purpose i don't think a ref saying hey i'm gonna i'm really gonna protect this guy it just it just might look differently uh a hit on some quarterbacks than others i thought there was a you guys know chris long is right obviously played forever in the nfl so chris he does on twitter he'll do these fridge talks and he said he had the greatest line like if you take away quarterback sacks, you're taking away arguably the most exciting play in football. At least from a defensive side, right? Like the pick six, contested ball in the end zone, goal line stand. But sacking a quarterback is an incredibly important part about what makes football special. So, yeah, I, I think they've gone overboard. And I understand why they're trying to protect quarterbacks. But I also think that it's football. And that's what they run into. And I, I think it's natural to think, well, he's 45 years old and you don't want him to get hurt. But um, we also overreact to a guy's head hitting the turf where that wasn't caused by anything other than the force of being thrown down, and you have to throw a guy down sometimes. Here's Colin Cowherd talking about the Raiders' decision to go for two. The previous five drives for Mahomes and the Chiefs, <laughs> touchdown, 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 field goal, touchdown. you got to coach differently. You got to go for it. I like Derek Carr. I like Josh Jacobs. I got my Hunter Renfro. I got that Vontae Adams. I like my people. But more than anything, their people scare me. That's why the Chargers, I thought, made a mistake. Jacoby Brissett, they don't have a dynamic receiving core. They don't have enough time to use their best offensive player, Nick Chubb. Yeah, go ahead. See if you can punt it. See if you can go 60 yards. I got Reed, Mahomes, Kelsey. I got all the, and I got four minutes. And the best come from behind quarterback of all time, I got to take my chances. I am pro analytics, basketball, baseball, football. But I think sometimes we, we think there's this book on analytics. And the book is who are your playmakers and who are theirs? I don't understand his analytics talk at the end because analytics supported them going for it. And Colin often crushes analytics and says it's about manalytics. 
<laughs> I get what he's saying. He's like, look, they got an awesome, they got an awesome quarterback. You want to score. I think the other part to it is it's different when you have a lead as opposed to when you're behind. You know, the Raiders, they end up getting a stop and getting the football back, but they were down one at that point in time. I would have kicked the extra point. Uh, that way, worst case scenario, all this stuff happens. You go to overtime. But I, I do understand that one. And I didn't have a problem with the Chargers going for it, but the Chargers did, in fact, have the lead. What does the fuck say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Now it's time for Your Annoying! And now, it's Your Annoying. Okay. 
Um, what do you think about that, Doug? It's annoying. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I need. I'll tell you what I need. You can you can text Vito on this thing, yeah. right? Yeah. I think we need like three songs on the intro real quick that are earworms. Right? Yeah. We but- need we need like um we need like a Macarena and maybe Right Said Fred, I'm too sexy, and like one other one like that that's uh, Gangnam style or something. I, I love the idea. The problem is you can't play actually licensed, actual licensed music on a podcast. Okay. So, so then we can't, so we have to do that. Then I like it. I think that's why he chose that. But do you like that? Did it, did it live up to can the I hear it? Can I hear it one more time? Can I hear it one more time here? Let's hear And now it's your annoying. <laughs> it's pretty annoying. It's pretty good. Um, the car alarm is really good too because it's really annoying. Any other sounds that are annoying? Ooh, I got one. When you don't put your seatbelt on <coughs> in your cars, ding, ding. Like I got it already. I'm, I got something over here. Right? What else is annoying? Like some in the drive-through, but generally it, it. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, give me the three uh, potential annoying people. All right, so uh, this is what I've narrowed it down to today, and uh, one actually comes with sound. First and foremost, and I think this is one of my evergreen, you're annoying guys, but Rob Manfred uh, was asked about the Aaron Judge home run number 62 uh, on FS1 yesterday. We have always taken the position that the record book says what it says. You can't change what happened. You can't undo what happened. I I think with respect to numbers, you know, there's a long history in baseball. Different things happened in different er eras. The ball was different. The height of the mound was different. Um, And, you know, fans make their own judgments. I think what you saw um, with Aaron Judge is it was a, you know, absolutely monumental performance. And fans reacted to it that way. I mean, I think that's kind of the end of the story. Okay, so that that description or that reasoning was annoying. He's annoying in just how he's been the commissioner of baseball. Um, Tom Brady's annoying me today because he had a chance yesterday on his podcast to undo what he did on Sunday. Remember Sunday when he was asked after the game about the roughing the passer call that he got that helped his team win? He said, I'm not the one who throws the flags. Well, yesterday he was asked again on the podcast about it, and he doubled down saying, I'm not the one who throws the flags. I throw tablets, which is a joke. That's fun and everything. But this is a guy that has gone out of his way the past couple seasons to take up for defenses. He like he goes out of his way to be like, yeah, it's really tough for defenses to stop passing games, and you can't touch the receivers. And, and now he gets he's the beneficiary of one of the weakest calls of the year and he doesn't either condemn it or be like, yeah, that was a little, that was a little too much. So Tom Brady and Rob Manfred, and then I, I got to throw Blink-182 in here, Doug. Uh, Blink-182 has announced a new album, their first album in, in 10 years. Now, each of the band members have had their issues with either health or addiction and blah, blah, blah. But my thing about Blink-182 is I think they were very good 20 years ago when America needed that sound. Whatever that sound is, and then it was copied a lot, I just don't think that America craves Blink-182, and this looks like a huge money grab. What do you think? Uh, Okay, I'll work backwards, right? Okay, so let's start with Blink-182. 
is uh, Travis Barker is is uh, Blink One Eight Two, right? Yeah, he is the original three members: Tom Long or Tom DeLong, Travis Barker, and the other guy. Yeah, right. and he's been on Meet the Barkers, right? And now yep. he's dating Courtney Kardashian. Yep. They're okay, they're married. They're married now. Yep. They got married. Yes. I didn't know. Married. 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 Come on, Howdy. Doug. You have to watch the Kardashians. I on. don't watch the Kardashians. <laughs> I have heard he comes across as a great dude. Yes, on on the Kardashians. Very, very humble and nice. At least in the in the show. Yes. Which I, it's reasonable to think that's who he is. Let's uh, hope so. Okay, but yes, it's a money grab. You you don't go on that show or have shows unless you're. I mean, but I don't know. Like, are we really? Um. Do you really care that music is a money grab? Like, uh, is it because they they've gone pop? Like, what what is the what is your issue with Blink One Eighty Two? I think that they're just another one of these bands and a long list of bands that's going to come out with some new music that everyone will either be like lukewarm on and not really like, and then they'll just live on their, their catalog of songs as they tour and try to make as much money as possible. I just I think it's annoying. Didn't they get in a plane crash? Travis Barker got in a plane crash. Um, where he lost, I think, his manager, and, and he was burned in a lot of his body. That's why he didn't fly for a long time. He was scared to fly before that. Yeah. And uh, then he got skin grafts, right? Yes. And uh, they they thought about it. But that, I mean, I don't even know how you come back from that. So, um, I mean, obviously probably going to be a bus tour, right? That's, I mean, I don't, how, I, I how, do, you get, how do you get on, that's a weird, how do you get on a plane, like, uh, people know Oklahoma State had a plane crash a year after I left Oklahoma State. Right. And the way I mentally got on a plane for years, and I still sometimes when I have a, a tough moment, I like, what are the chances? And what's crazy about Oklahoma State having the plane crash is, like 10 years later, the women's coach died in a plane crash day of the Iowa State game. And so my thing was always like, what are the chances? You know, you know 10 people, they die in a plane crash. No chance that I get in a plane crash. Like, it's just so one in a trillion sort of thing. Now, there's two different groups of Oklahoma State in a plane crash. Now, I'm like, I'm kind of good. If you're Travis Barker, you're like, well, what are the chances I'm in a second plane crash? But you're, there's so much PTSD there, I would totally understand. Um, I like Travis Barker. I like the story. I like the band. I don't have any problem with them coming out with stuff, even if it's too poppy for you, because you have the right to not listen. Okay. Always. Yep. Um, I won't. Thanks. So, okay. So that one, I'm not, I'm not, okay. You got the Brady thing. I'm going to disagree with you on the Brady thing because he was at least funny about it. Like, Hey man, I throw tablets. There's some self-deprecating in there. I love it. I, I dig it. Um, Devonte Adams, uh, victim suing Devonte Adams. Like that guy's annoying. Oh, that's one that I added too. You're right. Yeah. That is annoying. That, that guy is annoying. But I think Rob Manfred on Aaron Judge is the most annoying. Fans can, what did he say? Fans can make their own decision. No, they can't. You've made the decision for people. There's got to be ownership here from Rob Manfred. Uh, look, this is, I would love to do it, but the Players Association won't let us. Or I'd like to change it. But don't bullshit me. Don't bullshit me. At least go on, and I know this was taken from um, Carton's show, right? The interview with Carton. And Craig's kind of the same way. It's like, like the Aaron, even even using Aaron Judge's word, well, Aaron Judge said it. Like, what is he supposed to say? No, I am the rightful home run king. Is he, is he supposed to do Ricky Henderson and go third person? Aaron, Aaron Judge is the home run king because Aaron Judge knows he's clean and Aaron Judge because, like, he, this is like Magic Johnson saying Kobe's the greatest Laker of all time. You're not supposed to claim yourself. 
Let other people do it. Rob Manfred, dude, and on some levels it's a stand-up deal. Like, hey, I wasn't in charge at the time. I was just a labor lawyer at the time. But how about somebody from baseball having the balls to go like, look, we all know it was a steroid era. So um, I'd like to take it down. This one came back and kind of bit us in the ass. And Aaron Judge, a good sport about it. But this is what the steroid era did. It took away records like this, you know. I'd like to find a way to change it, but I'm struggling because baseball is so ingrained in the what happened on the field. You know, we did it with the with the Astros. They won the World Series. Everybody knows they cheated, but we came to a collective decision that we weren't going to take away their title, and this is what we're doing. Yeah, I, I think Rob Manfred in this whole, like, well, we saw it happen, so that's the way it's going to be, and that's the way it's always been. If the... If your answer is that's the way it's always been, so that's the way it's going to be, then pfft, you're annoying. And and by the way, and I, I didn't see the interview. It sounds like you did. And Carton did ask that a very leading question. Like he wasn't asking a question as much as he was giving uh, Manfred a platform that he already knew he had. Right. My my thing was, I'm sure there wasn't this follow. But if you really think Barry Bonds is a record holder, and that's and that's what you stand by, and you represent baseball, I would love for him to answer this question. Then why isn't Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame? I want I want to know his answer to that. That's a great point. I want to know his answer. You know what he'd say? He'd say, "Well, I don't vote in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. There's no ownership of this at all." That's a great. That's honestly, that's your best take you've ever had. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> no, I I. What's the number one thing that drives you crazy about people? I hate hypocrites. Like, I just be congruent. Be the same. Right? If you say, hey, I got an open-door policy, well, then you got a damn open-door policy. If you say, hey, knock twice before you come in, well, you, you knock twice before you come in, then you know what I mean? I, I just, I hate people who say one thing and then say the exact opposite just to please the room. But that's what Manfred's doing here. You're right. If Barry Bonds is the rightful home run king, then Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame. If Barry Bonds cheated the sport and he's not in the Hall of Fame because he cheated the sport, then he's not the rightful home run king. And now, it's your annoying. Rob Manfred, you're annoying. Dig deep. Here comes the pick of the night. Mike Clevenger, Julio Urias. Mike Clevenger, Julio Urias. Um, According to analytics, 80% chance the Dodgers win. 80% chance. Um, The Dodgers, the over-under is 7.5. Right? 7.5. That means they believe it'll be somewhere between a 4-3 to Dodger win and a five to three Dodger win. Right? Dodgers are favorites. Um, not only were they one fifteen and fifty one, they were ninety seven and sixty five against the spread. The Padres eighty nine and seventy three, fresh off a three game series three game series win over the New York Mets. All of course those games were on the road. They return to the road and they throw out there Mike Clevenger. Before I make my pick, what do you think, uh, Jace, too? Um, I like the Dodgers tonight. I think uh, Clevenger is the most uncomfortable guy to watch ever. 
uh, as he does a lot of motion before his pitches. But that's a side note. I'll take the Dodgers tonight, uh, four to two. Last time he faced the Dodgers was on the 9th of September. He went five innings, gave up five hits and four earned runs, struck out four and walked one. Um, there's a, a much bigger discussion on the Dodgers that we had on the radio show, and we can have some on the podcast, which is, is the season um, a bust if they don't reach the World Series? I don't think it is. I think it's like two different seasons, and 111 games is really hard, but that's not the way fans work. And it's also, if we're really truly being fair, the Dodgers, they won the division and got into the playoffs plenty. I, I don't believe they have to win the World Series to have a successful season. I do believe you got to beat the Padres. Got to beat the Padres. Um, but I also leave it up to the, you know, barring some huge injury. I thought it was interesting what they did with their, you know, a guy who's Craig Kimbrell, who's their closer up until the last month of the season, not on their playoff roster. That's crazy. Uh, last two times Urias has faced the Padres. Six hits and six uh, six innings, no runs, struck out five. That was on the 28th of September. On the 10th of September, in San Diego as well, five hits, two earned runs, got the win over the Padres in seven innings. He's pitched well. I don't want to jinx him. I just think, I think it's, as much as we think it's some benefit to these wild card teams, Traveling out there, playing three games in three days, having one day off, traveling back, facing the Dodgers are completely arrested. I'm going to take the Dodgers here. And I don't think it'll be, today it'll be particularly close. I think game two is the one that I have the most uh, hesitance about for the Dodgers. And of course, if it gets late, what are they going to do in the bullpen? But I like the Dodgers tonight because of Udias' success over the season against the Padres. All right, there you go. There's in the bonus. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, We talked a little Monday Night Football. We talked a little bit about baseball. We got you what the Fox said. We got you some, uh, we got you the list of the day. We got you the pick of the day. Enjoy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is in the bonus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 